Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I am your host, John Harrison. Today on Rock Metal Podcast, we have Zoe, and they have a new album called Back Into the Light, which was released in September of last year via Brennus Music. Right now, I'm being joined by Fred and Clément to share some more information about this stellar release, as well as what the boys have got going on. So, Fred, Clément, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks a lot for having us here. Absolutely great to have you guys on. Thanks for writing some killer rock music. Appreciate that. (laughs) Yeah, makes my job just that much easier. Now, I guess just because I had the music video up right when I was connecting the call with you guys and it came blasting out of my speakers, uh, take us through this music video, Voices. Um, Well, basically, we we contacted a boy called Tony, uh, John Seisman Watts, who did the video, Heard from him by some friends, and uh, we chatted with him about what we could do around this track. And because we didn't have that much time, it it was kind of an emergency thing. So we got with him, wrote a couple ideas. Not uh, just uh, the hasard. I can't Random. Random. We are not uh, really a reason to choose these tracks. we love it, <laughs> so it's a good reason to choose to choose this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a song talk about uh, schizophrenia, and uh, we have a place in, uh, in Calais, our town in France. Uh, it's uh, an old uh, slaughterhouse, an abattoir, mm-hmm. yeah. an old slaughterhouse, mm-hmm. and uh, we choose the song uh, par rapport au, in reference to the to the place. Okay. The, place, the place was very uh, dirt, uh, anxious, and uh, without mm-hmm. the song, uh, the good uh, connection. Okay. The did the did it smell really bad? No, no, because now it's a <laughs> it's a shadow. Oh, okay. It's an old slaughterhouse converted to uh, to shadow. Okay. See. All old things can always be reborn again. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's right, baby. Okay, so uh, a song about schizophrenia. Is mental illness a topic on the entire album? Um, yes. Not on the entire album, but uh, yes, it's a subject uh, is uh, central in, in this album. Uh, before, I used to write... Uh, more in ACDC style. I mean, uh, I talked about uh, life of the band on the road, uh, drinks, booze, girls, and uh, on this one, I, I try to be more serious, so and explore the the illness, the, the madness of soul. Mm-hmm. Girls are serious, though, Fred. Yeah. Girls are serious, you know, and traveling on the road okay so i guess that's an interesting thing you guys probably haven't been traveling on the road for the last little bit yes uh we play in europe uh we never play uh in canada or in us but uh in europe in germany belgium spanish uh in uh algeria mm-hmm. in, uh, north, north africa yep uh, uh switzerland uh, we a lot of play in, in europe okay I bet Algeria was easy because they speak French, right? Yes, of course. 
Yeah, of course. That's why you guys colonized Algeria, so that you could go there. You could go to... Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now, um, because the pandemic happened and you guys weren't able to travel... Is yeah. that is that what helped you guys to maybe sit down and write a more serious record? No, no, because the the album was uh, finished when the pandemic uh, stopped. Okay. So we we had to uh, rehearse uh, no release release the the album in September twenty twenty, mm-hmm. and uh, but it was finished in February when the pandemic started. Okay. And then I've got that it was released through, was it Brennus Music or Brennus Music? Brennus. 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 Yeah. Did you guys, were, did, are they the reason that it was released in September? No, it's because, because of the pandemic. Oh, okay. Because pandemic. So delay, we delayed to, to October. Uh, no. This is the September. Uh, September. Oh, September. 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 Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> All right. I, I was waiting for something. You guys were talking about months of the year, and then you turned to me and said absolutely nothing. So, okay. <laughs> now, now, now I've got to remember where I was at. Okay, cool. So, um, I'm watching the music video. I'm just kind of looking at some of the equipment uh, that you guys are, are playing with. Some of the guitars look cool. Um, the, obviously, the Marshall amps look cool. Is this what we're hearing on the record, the, the what you're playing with in the music video? Yes. Okay, cool. Cool. Take us through it. What kind of amps are you guys using? What kind of guitars are you guys using? Marshall, Marshall Gibson. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always use the Fernandez guitar. In a, but we use, uh, we often, often use uh, open tuning. Okay. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. So an open yeah. open G, open C. C. But uh, and I think it's a, a big part of our sound to use that. Uh, Aldo, the other guitarist, used the uh, tuning two two step down. And huh? drop C tuning. Drop C tuning, and me, mm. I'm in open C tuning. Yeah. Uh, weird open C tuning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why and an I open? Think it's a big part of, uh, of our sound. Yeah, it, I think it is. So take us through that because there aren't many musicians that do that. I can think of a couple. Uh, yeah, Devin Townsend uh, uses. Dev- yeah, he uses open C tuning a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Goo Goo Dolls use yes. a variety so, of open tunings. Nineties uh, band. Yeah, yeah, that's right, baby. Nineties band. <laughs> showing my showing my age. I'm I'm actually really old. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, boom. And then uh, even Rolling Stones used uh, what was a five string guitar that they had. I think yeah. tuned to open A or something. Open uh, G. Open G. Okay. okay, cool. Well, how come you guys tried that? Did you just try it one day and you loved it, or what happened? Um, at the beginning of the band, uh, we played rock and roll like uh, in Jimi Hendrix style, uh, classic rock. Mm-hmm. And uh, Aldo uh, had the ideas to to use the open tuning. It's not new. The bluesman in the in the thirties or forties used used the open tuning. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the in hard rock, it's at, uh, at at this time, it was not uh, really a, 
usual. So we decided to do this, and uh, it's at this moment we we have have our sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then why open C? Is that for the vocals? Yes, it's uh, it's good for vocals, of course. <laughs> sing uh, when it's E, uh, it's, it's difficult. That's why uh, many guitarists, uh, singer, guitarists, uh, sometimes uh, tune down half. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And C, it's it's, uh, it's easier. And it's very interesting when when you are two guitarists and one is in D and the other uh, is in C because when. Uh, when one uh, play a chord uh, in the 12, uh, 12 bar, for example, mm. uh, no, 12 yes. frets, 12 mm. frets, yeah. uh, you can play the same chord in, uh, in open, so um, that makes uh, a stereo effect. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, an octave effect. Yeah. Yeah, or coloring or different phrasing, chord phrasing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool stuff. I was actually just listening to, speaking of which, uh, Reload by Metallica. Yeah. And on Load and Reload, they did so much of that kind of thing. To, yeah. To uh, really play with the stereo field. One guitar is down an octave, one guitar uh-huh. is up an octave. It's just, it's cool stuff. Ah, uh-huh. I have to really listen it because uh, I stopped to the Black Album <laughs> after I got <laughs> It's going to make that shot that. <laughs> yeah. We all love the Black Album. 30th anniversary, by the way, uh, yeah. coming up. and uh, Or maybe it happened already. I don't remember. But anyway, wall just just a wall of mid-range. That's all that was. Just a wall of mid-range. Um, good wall of mid-range. Speaking of which, another couple of tracks you guys wanted to chat about were Back Into the yeah. Light and Down in a Hole. Now, Back Into the Light is the title track of the album. So I imagine... Yeah. That's the most important track on the album. Is that is that correct? Yeah, not really. <laughs> not really. Uh, it's uh, an ordinary story uh, of a man. He's really bad. Uh, he, he have bad thoughts, uh, anger with himself, and uh, he needs help. Uh, so that's why the this song called "Back Into the Light." You want to. To back into the light, yeah. and um, the band uh, gone through many problems between the last and the, between the previous and the last album. So we we say the good idea to to use this song to to make the title of the of the of the album. But for us, it's not uh, c'est pas forcément le yeah, it's it's not necessarily the not necessarily. best track. Like, uh, you know, got songs like Down in a Hole, White Trash, which are to us more important, but it's still a great track of the album. Mm-hmm. So he's, he was down in a hole, but now he's, he's out of the hole. He's back into the light. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Is, is this, uh, I, we kind of asked this question before, but is this guy in this song, Back into the Light, is he a character throughout the entire album? No. No? Okay. No. It's not a concept record. No, it's not a concept record. It's a friend of mine. Oh. And, yes. Uh, a real person. A real person, yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's uh, someone uh, of the band. <laughs> maybe. Whoa. Whoa. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Je ne sais pas aussi. He doesn't know. Je ne sais pas aussi. Okay. Uh, 
what else is there to chat about, boys? What else is there to chat about? Tell me about this artwork, actually, because this is, uh, for the record, some stunning artwork. So, I mean, it's simple, but it yeah. it's stunning. So, sample, but stunning. So, take us through this artwork. Who is this person? Is this just somebody you hired? Where were you at? What's going on? Uh, Aldo is the one that came up with the idea. It's basically a cooling tower, a uh, nuclear cooling tower in Belgium, in uh, Charleroi. And he had, uh, he did, he did a, a montage photo with uh, another girl that he found on the internet. And basically the cooling tower in, in this sort of green, gray color. And we all loved it. And then the girl is uh, Aldo's daughter, Lucy. Mm-hmm. That's a friend of ours. And uh, she took the picture in the studio, and then with Zazu, a great friend of ours, he did another montage cleaner and got it in gray and put it in the name, basically. Cool. And then you guys it's just like, look... It's like a personification. Uh-huh. It's like a personification of Zoe. Yes. You know? yes. Sometimes uh, people ask, why choose uh, this name for a band? For a band uh, play rock, uh, loud, loud rock and roll, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, at the time uh, we want uh, something uh, easy to read on the the fish, the poster, uh, on the posters, on the and uh, Zoe three letters, very easy to read. So we often use the name in the in the artwork, like uh, in uh, our second album, Dirty Little Sister. It's a girl. Uh, it's a um, hybrid uh, uh, mutant. Uh, it's uh, a wild slash woman. Uh, so it's a it's a it's a mix between the two on the on the on the cover art. Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought it was smart. I mean, number one, it is unusual to have a rock band named after a girl's name. Yeah. yeah. And at least in North America, it's not a common girl's name either. Is it a, is I, it a, is it more of a common name in France? Not no. really, actually. It's Greek. I mean, I think. Yeah, I think it's that. Greek name. It's a Greek name. Okay. So, uh, it means life in Greek. Oh. Actually. Okay. And so it's th- the first uh, atomic battery. The first atomic battery in the world. Mm-hmm. Calls away. Wow. Strange. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We did not know that when uh, we chose this name. Wow. <laughs> but. As you said, it's simple. I mean, yeah. look at the poster on the wall behind there. I mean, you could stand yeah. 20 feet away from that thing. Who's playing tonight? Zoe? Zoe? Yeah. Zoe. Huh? Yeah. You know, it's not not like you kicked a tree over and it looks like this or something, you know? It's it's simple. It's great. I dig yeah. it. We like things simple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like even, like, like even your t-shirt. I'm like struggling. Yeah. I'm like, what? What is that? Awesome. It's difficult to read, eh? Yeah, yeah. See, greenhouse, greenhouse. It's a great Australian band, friend of us. Uh-huh. All right. Very good. Well, you call those Australian boys and you say, "Get simple, baby," and you, <laughs> yeah. and you hang up the phone. Cool. So today we chatted about schizophrenia. We chatted about what else? We chatted about. We chatted about a lot of things. Uh, back into the light, down in a hole, uh, the slaughterhouse that was converted over. You guys did the music video for Voices in it. Uh, 
where you took us on a tour of the equipment that you use, Marshall amps, Gibson guitars. I saw a Fender in there that looked like it had uh, a different bridge pickup. It was like a hot rail bridge pickup yeah. in it. Cool. Um, that's awesome. What else is there in there? Bass. I saw some bass. Is that a Fender P bass? Yeah, no, no, it's a jazz bass. Jazz bass. Fender Mexican jazz bass. Yeah. And uh, I've run into an MPEG SVTM. Yeah, that's right, baby. Do you use a uh, distortion pedal at all? Uh, I, I use the sort of yellow boss pedal now, but the gain is rolled off pretty much. It's just a kind of a greedy volume thing for the amp. Push it. Because it has no distortion, yeah. Yeah, you got to push it. Push, push. Sweet! I dig it! Are your, So you got a spicy jazz bass. You got some jalapeno spicy jazz bass going on there. And is it stock, or did you change out the uh, pickups? Uh, stock. It's funny because when we recorded the album, Olivier, who, who produced the album, said it sounded more like a P bass. Got loads of attack, but actually it's just a stock jazz bass Mexican. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool, man. I dig it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we talked about schizophrenia, Mexican Fender jazz basses, <laughs> slaughterhouses. What else did we chat about, boys? We chatted about Belgian nuclear stuff uh, with with girls in it. Cool. Uh, we talked about open C tunings. Yeah. How do you how do you string your guitar for an open C tuning? Does it, do you just get regular? Like a thirteen to fifty six or twelve to fifty four guitar string, or like what do you what do you do? Oh, very big. It's uh, 70, 70, 70. Uh, and eleven. Seventy eleven. It's very big. Very, very big. Mm-hmm. And on drop D uh ten sixty. Wow. Yeah. You boys are not messing around. No. <laughs> No, how do you how do you get the? Are they available in France? Like, what is? Do you have to buy special strings? Uh, no, so G H G H S strings. Oh. You know this uh, brand? Yeah. yeah, I do. Yeah, and so Zach Zach Wild signature. Mm-hmm. Zach oh Wild signature. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Is in drop B, I think. Drop B. Yeah. <laughs> He's in a lot of drop too. There's there's a song that he has where he's in drop G, I think. Counter wow. counter no. yeah. Counterfeit <laughs> God. So if, if anybody listening in it remembers Black Label Society in the early days, go listen to Counterfeit God and you're just gonna hear it's a string that doesn't want to play along. It's just the string's not <laughs> thick enough. And it's on a Les Paul, so it's a shorter neck, right? So uh-huh. You really got to go thicker, and it's just you hear this string, just soup. It's just soup. It's great. Yeah. It's strange because uh, Billy Gibbons used a very, very thin string, and he said, uh, "I saw him in uh, in an interview. He said it's better to we don't we don't need to to have big chord, big, big string, sorry, yeah. to to sound to sound uh, down to sound low." For him, uh, thin string is, be- is better. Yeah. There, there are a lot of guys who yeah. get huge sounds. Uh, Judas Priest, 
They play yeah. with uh, eight gauge strings, and I think they even tune down a half step, and that just sounds crazy to me. Yeah. You know, because I want to play eleven or twelve gauge strings, uh, but they're, they're, anyway, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody out there in podcast land, come down into the comments and tell me what kind of strings you use. You go thin, like Judas Priest. You tickle. Do you tickle your guitar? That's right. I just said Judas Priest tickles. Uh, or are Tick- you... Yeah, tickles. Tickles? What does it mean, tickles? Tickles. Tick- Play them all. Uh, yeah. Co- co- ah, tickles. T- yeah, tickles. Yeah. <laughs> eight eight, eight okay. gauge strings, you, you tickle. Or are you a Stevie Ray Vaughan? Stevie Ray Vaughan had yeah. 13 gauge yeah. strings. Two- yeah. That's a real man right there. Yeah. That is a homme vraiment. Homme vrai? How do you say real man? Homme vrai. Homme That's right. You can say c'est un vrai. C'est Beautiful. All right, so we chatted about uh, mental illness. We chatted about recuperating things as a band. That's something that showed up in Back Into the Light, uh, having some issues as a band but coming together. I guess my next question or my last question for you boys, and then we'll wrap it up, is when you're having issues as a band, how did you resolve that? What kind of issues? I don't know. You said you guys had some kind of issues or somebody had issues for Back Into the Light? Or did, uh, did I misunderstand? Uh, a personal thing. Um, down in Hole, uh, this song, we we should talk about it, about this song. Down in the Hole, this song's talk, talking about me, actually. Oh. Uh, I had uh, alcohol problems. No. Fred, but no. It's okay, but I have a very <laughs> deep problem with uh, alcohol. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the problems we we gone through uh, between the two albums. Yeah. So, okay. Well, and that is a common problem in rock and roll, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. But well, it's in school. It's in school when you, you drink, it's cool, it's rock and roll. But no, it's not. No. When you have big problems with that, it's not cool. It's not rock and roll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and a lot of the more established bands don't even do that because it's a job. Right? You yeah. gotta be able to get up the next day and do exactly. the next show. Exactly. So. There's a video with Gujira where he talked about his life being really healthy, doesn't talk too much before the shows, don't drink alcohol before the shows, or stuff like that. Yep. Yeah. If you've got a three month tour, you gotta make it, baby. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right, boys. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the Rock and Roll podcast today. Thank you, Thank you very much, John. You're very cool. 